0: Welcome to Expiring Contracts. We ventilate sports and ram out a double dose of NBA basketball
1: down your throat. With time to strike Destructed yield, we are your host, the facilitator, Brian Miner. I just want to get fat sitting in a chair all day. The conversationalist, Alec Pennington. Big nose, bitch. The wild card, Travis start! You just can't take it seriously based on how that guy looks.
0: Open your ears. And warm your hearts because sports talk is afoot. With exceeding exuberance, I give to you Show Mode!
1: And welcome to today's show. I am Brian Miner. I have Elk Dunnington all cocooned up in a blanket, ready to talk.
0: I need to be in a coma
1: right now. (laughs) We just played a game of 2K and JJ Reddick hit uh he went five for six in the last what thirty of the second half. In my
0: own dojo. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Talk about getting fucked.
1: Oh man, did it make me feel good. We are rolling without Travis Tharp today. He got uh jammed up again. But uh he'll be on next week, so don't worry.
0: You <laughs> said jammed up. Yeah. <laughs> I love, like, old ways of saying, like, legal trouble, like, prior engagement with the state. Trying to jam me up? What's another one? What's another one? No idea. Like, jammed up is such a great one. Yeah, he's jammed up. Jammed up. That might be my favorite.
1: That's a good
0: one. Other things for, like, like, I like when people call jail different things, like, the clink. (laughs) Where's he at? Clink.
1: (laughs) No, it's always the clink. Yeah, the it? clink. You don't just say, where's he at? Clink. That's, He's a that's... clink, dude. He's clink. Yeah. <laughs> clink, clink. I already know. So today, we're going to hit on a, um, a less popular sport in lacrosse. Uh, we'll hit on the NFL draft and kind of give a... Uh, a brief overview of the first round. We're not getting into all seven rounds, but uh, the first round. And then uh second half is all NBA playoffs again, baby. We're in the middle of the playoffs, the second round is set, and we're ready to go. So, to start it off, we're going to talk about the PLL, which, correct me if I'm wrong, is the professional lacrosse league? That's correct. So, for those of you who listen and don't know this... Um, the three of us played lacrosse at Eastern Michigan University, and me and Alec are coaches. Season just ended, so we're looking for another lacrosse outlet. Yeah. So, we're going to talk a little PLL. And
0: just a little bit.
1: You're right. So, we're not, don't, don't tune out, but uh, we're going to talk a little lacrosse. So, the biggest thing with lacrosse, obviously, is just it's really only popular along the East Coast and Denver. And,
0: like, West Coast. Well, it's popular all over, but, like, the main Bastions are, like, definitely the East Coast, Maine, New York.
1: All the talent is coming out of the East, East Coast. Yeah,
0: for, for the most part. New yeah, York I would to say that's correct.
1: North Carolina,
0: essentially. Yeah, for sure.
1: So the MLL, which is the Major Lacrosse League, just notified this year that they were cutting two teams out, or was it three teams? It was two. So they cut two teams out. The PLL starting up, and the PLL is, um, they grab players from the MLL. They grab and, players
0: from a lot of places, right?
1: So they grab from all different kinds of leagues, and what they're essentially doing. And they got
0: like a lot of. It, it's not like marginal talent that they grabbed. It was like Because like Miles Jones left and is in the PLL. Like there's a lot of right, like a lot of huge name talent,
1: right? And, like and miles jo-
0: miles Jones is like the What's a good comparison? I wouldn't say he's LeBron, but he's like Kawhi Leonard.
1: Yeah. He's a star. He's a star. star. Yeah. And Paul Rabel, which is probably the most recognizable name in lacrosse, Mm -hmm. um, he was a a big hand and one of the true partners in starting the league. Yeah. So you have him playing in it as well.
0: Basically the starter. Right. so.
1: So... my question is will this help popularize lacrosse? And, and well, so let me let me explain first is that this league is not going to be city focused. It's going to be like the big 3 in yeah. basketball where you just have these amount of teams and then you can attach yourself to whatever team you want to and they travel around the United States playing lacrosse and they'll probably get into Canada as well. I'm not too sure if they're playing games in Canada sure. yet. But they're going to be traveling around the United States in different areas and uh, fields that they can get into to draw a crowd and then you get to see whatever team comes and plays you. You're, you're not seeing the same yeah. team over and over again.
0: No, it's not like each city is, a, is it, you know, they're basically like they're, they're it's a travel team. Right. So they just come and play different cities and then they'll play throughout the league. Right. There's not like a home city.
1: So will this help Spread the game of lacrosse and make it more popular.
0: I mean, I think so. the The big thing with the PLL is that they have a built-in TV deal with NBC. So basically, really? yeah, that was part of their thing. So basically, all their games will be on NBC. That's sweet. NBC Sports and on Mainline Channel Four, NBC. Mm. So, I mean, from a, from like a accessibility, way better than the MLL. Maybe not as much as, like, the box, but definitely more than the MLL. Yeah. Um, And I I think not having – I'm torn on the not having a city thing, like, because, yeah, you don't have, like, a base to go off of, but the way things are with, like, sports now is that a lot of people just follow players. They don't necessarily follow teams. Mm -hmm. So just like the big three, I mean, you have these big names – you know, washed up ones, but like people will watch it because Allen Iverson's is on this team or like Birdman's on that team. Like there's I mean I think yeah it's it's good, but um, I'm still I'm still not hundred percent sold. I don't know if I don't know if it's big enough to be effective.
1: And there's only gonna be six teams to begin with, we'll say. Um, I'm sure they're gonna be looking to, you know, grow this league as you know as it becomes more popular and people follow it but i'm kind of with you like i i i like following a team and it's kind of hard to essentially yeah like uh, just pick, pick one like, right yeah am i just going to randomly and blindly say yeah this I is want my team the redwoods and then this is my team like yeah. so i kind of don't like it in that aspect cuz i don't want to follow six teams you know then yeah, I'm just following sure. the entire league but and you- then you know,
0: I mean, it, I don't know if I'd follow it like I do other sports without there being like a city attached to it. Like if Detroit had a professional lacrosse team, like obviously that would be the one that I would throw down with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that being said, I'll still watch because it's still good lacrosse. I mean, it's fun to watch; it's exciting. Yeah. But I, I mean, it, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see how it pans out. I think it'll be popular just because the sport's growing, and it'll definitely be more popular than. The, than the MLL because of the accessibility, but
1: do you think it'll help so you think it'll definitely help spread it? Yeah,
0: especially yeah, because they're going to be on mainline TV. Like they'll be on basic cable. Yeah. For some games. So yeah, I think so.
1: <laughs> so with the big 3 going to this travel basketball and the PLL doing travel lacrosse. Yeah. Do you see any other leagues doing this?
0: No, not really.
1: Because could, could we see, like, um, a league like the AAF start to do this?
0: Well, they folded. They but, folded, like, but a d- yeah. A, um, you mean, like, where they just play football? Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting thing because the big three has been so successful. So, I mean, it, the the feasibility of it is there, but I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Part of me says I don't think you need a city attached anymore because people just like watching the games and like some people don't care if it's their team or whatever who cares but then i also think you lose like your built-in fan support and that's tough so i, I don't really know I'm, I, I don't know i don't have a definitive answer i would say i'd say i'd lean towards no but i could also say yes i think what what the the main thing of popularity, popularity is is that you have to have good tv contracts you have to have a smart business model mm-hmm. and you know you have to have at least some sort of low overhead for the first few years
1: i mean i see i see a lot of the like
0: the good thing with the cross is the player contracts aren't huge
1: right i mean players are still getting paid that's five like, digits yeah exactly, exactly. I, so, you know, I just see it being, I, I see all of the kind of um, feeder t- feeder leagues, mm. like AAA, Baseball, mm. and the D-League, or G-League for Basketball. I see those leagues transitioning to kind of a cityless less um, league. Because yeah. it's easier, because those yeah, are but the leagues that it doesn't work once, you,
0: once you get more teams, I don't think. I don't think you can do that, like you like six teams is manageable because it's just an easy rotation, but managing thirty two rotating non base teams would be crazy. Like I don't think you can do it with baseball. I don't think you can do it with the D League. I don't even think you can do it with hockey. So then I you think might
1: have to cut down. You might have to cut down teams. Yeah, I don't I mean, think mean if the you way can still get just as many games with less teams, and then you're just constantly traveling around. Those are the teams that need the more exposure. Maybe. I mean, WNBA could do this. We joke about the w- WNBA because they just can't get people to watch. But, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. That would definitely I think, help cut I, down I the mean, overhead.
0: May, yeah, but maybe. But then with the fan support that you do have, that might just erode. And then nobody's watching.
1: I guess that's fair. I just I just see. I can see kind of lesser popular sports. um lesser popular leagues transitioning to something like this just to help, you know, really just people watching their league. Mm-hmm. I mean if if there was a if there was a G League team that wasn't in Grand Rapids, which is, you know, three hour drive from here, if they were coming to the L C A to play a game while the Pistons weren't, you know, that'd be kind of a fun experience to go spend five bucks on a ticket and go go see some I mean, not top-tier basketball, but it's basketball.
0: I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I think it's hard enough to fill a stadium with the team that you have now, let alone go pay five bucks for mediocre basketball. Not necessarily that's mediocre, but, like...
1: Not NBA caliber. Yeah,
0: for sure. Like, I, if that's the thing, I could just watch a playoff game at home comfortably and not leave for five free dollars, you know what I mean? Yeah. For no money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, well who are you paying five bucks to? Me. I'm gonna take out five dollars, <laughs> I'm gonna put it on
0: the table, I'm gonna pick it up, and put it back in my wallet and say, good choice
1: tonight. <laughs> Ooh, look at these seats. Ooh, <laughs> great
0: seats I paid for. Right in front of my right in front of my T V, my nice couch, my king size blanket. I could, I might even fall asleep. <laughs> you know, can't do that at a regular game. That's worth that's worth twenty dollars to me, not just five.
1: Okay. I mean, I think it's a. I think it's pretty cool. That's where I'm at with it. I think it's a pretty cool thing that the lacrosse is doing. I think it'll definitely help spread the sport. Um. So yeah, I. You know. Yeah, shout out to PLLs, them. Yeah, more so. more
0: leagues, are better. If, if the MLL is closing teams and the PLL is adding teams and cities and big name players, then you know what? Go for it. Yeah. I'm all for it as long as it's on TV. What I, I do, I like the idea of the MLO? Sure. Do I think it'll ever be on the level of any of the major force? Never. Do I think it will ever be on the level of the MLS? I'd like to. I'd like to think so. I think that's their ceiling. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know if
1: they get any bigger than that. Where you'll get you'll you'll have like kind of a niche but the market money's not there. But yeah, exactly. You you niche market. But I mean, the MLS is expanding. They're yeah, that's why
0: I'm saying uh, You know, I think they're becoming more and more popular, but I just think it's, like, that's the ceiling yeah. of. that's fair. That's the ceiling of the PLO.
1: That's fair. Okay.
0: Which is a good, I mean, fuck, it's a good ceiling.
1: Yeah. So, moving on to the NFL draft. Well, I just want to start off and say uh, <coughs> I was right with Kyle Murray going number one. Mm-hmm. You two are wrong, so I just want to say that because oh, no. I know more football than you guys do.
0: No, you don't. The Cardinals are just
1: they're the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> so going over the uh, the first round, um, God damn were that. there any surprises? Were there any?
0: Were there any surprise?
1: I mean, I know you were picking Kyler Murray. To go, what? I think you said like number three or two.
0: Well, I said if they were smart, they would trade down. But clearly, the smoke screen was not a smoke screen. Yeah. The smoke screen about the smoke screen about the smoke screen was the a real smoke screen. <laughs> and then, I mean, they're stupid. They should have traded Rosen before the market fell out. So,
1: yeah, I completely agree. Besides
0: that. that, the Cardinals had a super good draft. Like, they, if, if I was a Cardinals fan, I'd be excited. Um,.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. Because if you once, as soon as they drafted Kyler Murray, Rosen's just
0: stock plummeted. Because you knew right. you, they He's now that yeah, and now they know they have to trade him. So that's why it only cost the Dolphins like the sixty-two overall pick,
1: right? Which is, and they got
0: a fifth round out of it. So yeah. I mean, come on, over a guy that was a top ten pick last, literally last
1: draft. So
0: so no, Murray was a good pick. It, you know the big. The top three, I, I pretty much figured, so Murray, Bosa, and then Quentin Williams. Yeah, a lot of people had and those then, three
1: going the top three, yeah. but just in different orders. Yeah,
0: and then four...
1: Raiders took... Yeah, c- they took Colin,
0: Colin Farrell. Cleland. Cleland Farrell? Yeah. That's, I can't remember.
1: Cleland Farrell, him. which by all means is a good defensive end. Yeah, but, but that's
0: a guy you can get like
1: that's a guy you trade back for
0: yeah i i don't i mean you're getting an a player if he's good but he's just too inconsistent and there was way better options there like you could have taken josh allen or ed oliver comfortably and been been fine with that like it's my it's biggest crazy. surprise
1: is that ed oliver fell to number nine
0: yeah i know that's huge it's just, yeah it's crazy it's a steal for the bills
1: I mean I was kinda I mean of Devin upset.
0: White going at five is respectable. Right. And then obviously the Giants going doing being the most Giants and taking Daniel Jones. I mean Out
1: of all, like, literally the the quarterback for you to take was Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, and you picked I mean, Daniel Jones, who you probably could have gotten like the second round.
0: Dude, you probably could have yeah, I mean maybe. You probably could have gotten third round. I mean, it, it was just so perfectly Giants and uh, Dave Kettleman. like it's it's incredible. There were, and as an Eagles fan, that's great. I mean, I don't care. Play Eli for five years and then let this guy start. Like, the whatever. only
1: other quarterback taken in the first round, aside from Kyler Murray, was Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, of course. So they the Giants reached so far for Dave. Yeah, it's
0: Gettleman. a great. I mean, if I was a Giants fan, I would be so unbelievably mad. And then I would be Jake, super I mean, unbelievably mad because you took Jano
1: I mean, last week you were saying Jake Locke could have gone in the first round. Yeah, he could have. And could have, sh- but he fell in the second round.
0: Yeah, which is crazy to think that Tina Jones went top ten. Right. Sixth. That's bananas. To sit on the bench as well. Yeah, and then... Because you
1: know that the Giants aren't starting him unless Eli is hurt.
0: Yeah, of course. So... I mean, they the the Manning family loves their coach at Duke, who is this guy's coach, and goes there all the time. So I mean, from that pr- angle, I I mean, maybe it makes sense for them. But I mean, they're just way better, way more talented people. Even if you weren't taking quarterback there, the smart move was would to take a quarterback with your fucking seventeenth pick. Don't take him with your sixth pick. Right? Like you had two first round picks. Why use him on the first one? No one was taking him.
1: Right. The 17th pick, they picked Dexter Lawrence, which is a good pick. He was one. Of, he's a D-tackle out of Clemson.
0: Yeah, but you could have. You could the have problem had, is you could have had. And the, Oliver or Josh Allen. Right, exactly. And Dexter Lawrence is nice, but you could have waited and gotten a better top pick.
1: You could have and gotten then, Daniel Jones at 17. Nobody or you could have just him. fucking
0: waited. I don't <laughs> care. I, I hope they're bad forever, so what's it matter? <laughs> I could give two shits. But But, then, of course,
1: the Jaguars pick up Josh Allen. Yeah, amazing. Good. Lions kind of upset that we didn't pick up Ben Oliver. But we went with TJ Hawkinson, which, while tight end was a need, I think there was a more. I think at that position, you take best available. Yeah, but don't
0: you need a defensive end? Like, Hawkinson's not rushing the passer. No, I just think that's. A, I just think it's one of those picks where you look at that and go, "Oof!" There were so many, so many more things they could have used the pick on.
1: Which, but they needed a tight end. Yeah, but you could have gotten
0: a tight end at a later time. I,
1: exactly, we could have. We could. I think the Lions'
0: I, first three-round picks were big reaches.
1: I, yeah, I think that. I think the Lions should have moved up one pick to get Josh Allen.
0: I think they should have just traded down. If, the, if you wanted to draft the tight end, just move down.
1: Like, I would have been happy with literally the three picks around me. Josh Allen, they, they should have moved up one. I would have taken out Oliver, and I would have taken Devin Bush. Yeah, of course,
0: because those are great fucking players.
1: And like, am I Ed upset? Oliver at
0: Houston is crazy.
1: Am I upset with TJ Hawkinson? Not really. It's more of just a pick. The problem is, is that coming to Detroit. For those of you who don't know, uh, five years ago the Detroit Lions drafted Eric Ebron tenth overall, and he not really he didn't really flop because he still was okay, but he just kept dropping the ball, and Detroit started hating him because the person drafted right behind um, Eric Ebron. Was Aaron Donald and Aaron Donald and Aaron Donald is unstoppable now. So there is this huge. But the, and the, the expectation, a, is yeah, but that's what the so Lions high. do. They
0: always draft the wrong player when there is great players. They passed on Randy Moss, passed on Ray Lewis. I mean, they passed on Andre Johnson. Like so
1: now, this, it's just what they do. This this kid, his the expectations for him are so high because now every single Lions fan is thinking, okay. If you're going to come in here, we're going to take a top ten pick with you. You have to be literally Gronk. You have to be one of the best tight ends no, ever to play the game. He, he, cannot, he, took you he cannot He cannot
0: pass block just like that. I mean, there's no way. Nobody can. Nobody can pass blocks like that unless you're Gronkowski. But, all right, let's move on. It's making me sad talking about the Lions. I so mean, number nine... We Houston talk. gets the gift that is at Oliver. That dude's like Aaron Donald. Maybe not, maybe not as good, but he'll be a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's that
1: good. Yeah,
0: it's amazing. And the fact that he fell literally in the lap. Yeah, it's perfect. Steelers trade up at ten to get Devin Bush, and obviously this is the guy who's going to replace Ryan Shazier. Um, really good pick. I don't know if I kind of felt that like they gave up a little too much. That they gave up. The their twentieth pick, and then the fifty second overall pick, and then another third round pick. But, I mean, Devin Bush is good. I've seen him play at Michigan. He he's got a lot of dog in him. You know, it the, the kid's good. I, yeah. I mean, that it just it's it's the perfect Steelers pick. It's why they continue to be good. Um, I'm not gonna bash that pick at all.
1: Bengals get the tackle from Alabama, yeah. Jonah Williams, which I guess I don't know. Bengals have been in mediocrity since I don't know my birth. I don't ever remember them being very good. No, Just not really. Middling.
0: middling, maybe ten wins. And so then, I guess
1: mean. pick up a tackle, yeah. the protecting. I mean, he's he's he's
0: a. He's a plug-and-play starter, so I'm not mad. I mean, and he did good things against uh, Kellen Farrell in Kleon. the national. Yeah, clean. Jesus, name your kid something different. <laughs> um, I keep saying Colin Farrell like the actor. Yeah, clean, clean <laughs> Farrell. Um, I mean, it's not a bad pick. The kid's really good. It, you know, I most I'm sure most Bengals fans wanted a quarterback there. Yeah, but you know. Whatever. Because
1: Andy Dalton is not going to take him to the promised land. Not great, Andy Dalton, that guy.
0: (laughs) Not great. Whatever. Bengals going to Bengals.
1: Rashawn Gary goes to the Packers at 12. Really good defensive end. I mean, there was some medical... I don't know,
0: dude. I love Rashawn, but, I mean, what was his best game in, like, what was his best game at Michigan? You know, it's like... Can you you can you name one?
1: Okay, but no, but you can also claim to the fact that he had he he had all the double teams. He had all the people that were focusing in Rashan's, him, Rashan's and then you had Devin Bush and Chase Winovich getting the actual stats. I don't,
0: I don't I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, yeah, there's something to that, but again, if you're spo- if you're going to be the top D lineman in the nation. If you're supposed to be a number one overall pick, or not a number one overall pick, but a first round pick, if you're supposed to be that good, yeah, he's very athletic. Yes, he's a physical specimen. But where does that translate on the field? Where's the fucking production? Yeah, like he could he could end up being a great pick, or he could be a bust. I don't think there's a lot of in between. Right. Um, and I love Rashawn Gary. I wish the best for him. I hope he's a great packer. I really do. Nothing would make me happier than see him sack Lions quarterbacks. I think it's great. Right. But I, I don't know. I I didn't see the production at Michigan. So I mean, hopefully it's there in the pros. I just didn't see it, and I'm not bashing the guy because I I do love him. I great plays hard, plays fast. But wh- where what was your biggest game? Yeah. Where where were you? Yeah. Where's your production? That's all I'm saying.
1: Then as we move down, Miami Dolphins, Christian Wilkins, love G-tack that pick. God, I love Good pick. pick. Nothing the to say. The kid's a
0: star. This is such a good building block for a team that's rebuilding. I love that pick.
1: Atlanta Falcons, Christopher Lindstrom, guard out of Boston College. Sure, I mean you get more help on the offensive line for Matt Ryan, the yeah. running back. Kind of a
0: feisty guard. I mean, it's a Boston. Uh, he's a Boston College guy. So, I mean, him and Matt Ryan have that connection, so maybe there's something there, too. Who knows with those things. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not going to bash the pick. It's a good, solid pick. He'll be good on the interior line, so go him.
1: And rounding out the top 15, Washington Redskins take Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Quarterback out of Ohio State, which I think is a really good pick. I'm surprised that he made it to 15. Because he was slated to be, he could. Yeah. He, he was slated to be a possible top five pick, top ten pick. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big Redskins fan. I just, I don't know. I just I don't mean, like the organization. I'm definitely not. So, as an Eagles I, fan, I mean, I, I wish don't like he would have when... went to another team. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he's got a chip on his shoulder since the Giants selected Daniel Jones over him. So he may come out and. You know, be ready to kill.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about like, obviously he's the best quarterback in the draft, and it's great. It's it's a great pick for the Redskins because you get a guy in a, a five-year cheap rookie deal who's who looks good. Um, he's probably gonna push it, either push or start right away. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, fuck them and fuck him. So yeah. Two Ohio State guys I hate in the division Ezekiel Elliott and Dwayne Haskins. So, you know what? Cool. Great. <laughs> I hope he's terrible. I hope his career's bad. So,
1: So that's the top 15. It, Wait,
0: I want to talk about the Eagles pick for just a minute.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Let me. Let oh, me sorry, finish, sorry, sorry. Top 15. I'll let you talk about the Eagles, but then I want to hear any other. For the rest of the first round, were there any. Kind of things that made you think or kind of go, what? Um,
0: I don't know. Maybe, me, Caleb, maybe me... Caleb McGarry again. I mean, taking two linemen in the same draft. I didn't think Caleb McGarry from Washington was is that great. I mean, but the I... Falcons got to get a better line. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it, I guess, but I just don't know if it's that good. The only one that, like... Really, I'm like, well, I'm not crazy about it. It's Titus Howard, Alabama State, to the Texans. I, the Eagles traded up one spot because we knew we were, they were going to take Andre Dillard, yeah. which is who we drafted, and he was the best pass blocker in the country. Um,
1: Got to get help for once. The
0: thing is, you know, the only thing with Andre Dillard is he didn't really have to put his hands in the ground a lot and run block, and he's going to have to, but, you know... It, he's It's going to be hard to J- replace Jason Peters, and I think the kid can do it. So, okay. shout out to him. Hopefully he gets a lot of good time. But the Titus Howard thing, I mean, obviously they knew they, knew they were taking a lineman, but, you know, you could have had Jawan Taylor and, or Greg Little. And J- J- Deshaun Watson got murdered last year. So, I just think there was a lot better picks. Yeah. And I think us, obviously, the Eagles trading up to grab him was a smart move. Um
1: so I think a, a good pick for me Yeah is the Redskins at twenty six oh, taking Montez Sweet. Taking Montez Sweat. And I don't yeah. know he was slated to be to go really high. I don't know why he fell so far. Um but Well, I mean he had some some off issues. Yeah, but I mean he was he was supposed to be going high, and they got him at 26. And I think he's going to be really good. Yeah, we'll
0: see. We'll see how we'll see if the off-field stuff is done and over with. But you know, there. I mean, I I really like the Patriots pick. Um,
1: I was going to say that was the one that kind of confused me with the Patriots taking a wide receiver. Now, I Nikhil mean, Harry the, is good. Yeah, but
0: he's just a guy that's big, physical, and can go up and get the ball. And we've seen. Tom Brady work wonders with receivers like that, and I, 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 you know, I just think it's gonna be one of those picks. where like, wow, that was a really good. Patriots pick, like that's that's a guy that's gonna contribute.
1: So are are the Patriots just still retooling for Tom Brady? Yeah. Are they ever gonna draft a quarterback?
0: Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe next year. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, they drafted a quarterback. Um, this trip. I think so. I'm almost positive that, that or I'm thinking of the Ravens. The Ravens got uh, McSorley from uh, Penn State. I thought that was kind of a sneaky, cool move.
1: Yeah. But, okay, so nothing really surprised you outside of the Texans? I,
0: I mean, what the Raiders any,
1: did. Any steal of a pick?
0: Mm, I thought Josh Jacobs going in the first round. I wouldn't call it a steal, but I definitely think he's a great runner. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could get into the later round stuff, and I think there's a few snatches, but other than that, let's no. just think If to we're first just doing one, the first we're not round.
1: Doing, we're not going seven, seven, seven rounds. Seven rounds.
0: I mean, we could. Um, I just want to see if the Patriots. I, I You know, Patriots getting Chase Winovich is like the. Again, it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, it's, of course it's perfect. Yeah. I feel yeah, like they did. They did draft quarterback Jarrett Steedham.
1: Okay. Boom, Auburn. What round? Fourth. Fourth round. Who knows? So he's going to be learning behind Tom Brady. Maybe
0: you never know with these guys. Yeah. Like they took Garoppolo, and that was supposed to be the guy. But then there's that whole saga bananas. We don't have time to get into right. that. So.
1: So. I thought McKeel Harry was kind of a questionable pick, really just for the the Patriots, but uh, I liked him as a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, I think they probably could have got him a little later, but not too much later. I don't know if he would have made it to their second-round pick. Yeah, it's a decent – I mean, it's – And that's kind of what you have to draft for is you're in your spot, and, yeah, he may – you may reach – you know 15 picks for a guy but mm-hmm. if he's not going to be around for your next pick then this gotta is straight him out. this is true all right
0: well no th- i mean it was a good draft it, it just the the giants and the and the raiders doing that yeah. uh, obviously obviously was the the talk
1: of the draft yeah cuz they had two pick four and pick 6 and they Screwed him up. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? We'll have
0: to wait and see. One person screw up is another person's hall of famer. So who knows? True.
1: All right. Well, who knows? We will go Eagles. Take a break. You can hear a word from our sponsors, and we will be right back. <laughs> Welcome to Expiring Contracts, I'm Brian Miner. Recently, I was able to sit down one-on-one with Alec Bennington to go over his thoughts of the Philadelphia Eagles and how they're going to be for this upcoming football season. Alec, why don't you tell me, overall, what are your thoughts?
0: As an Eagles fan, I'd be happy to burn that organization down to the
1: fucking ground. Whoa, 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 let's ease up on the language a little bit, Alec. This is a family program, so are you telling me that the Eagles are not going to be good this year?
0: Make the playoffs, go on a playoff run, play in a playoff game, then we'll talk. I just don't see them making a Super Bowl run. Yikes,
1: so it does not sound like they're going to have a good season. They're dead to me, bye. So what happens if they go 0-16? I'd be like, oh wow, it's a national tragedy. But also,
0: what luck. (laughs) Ha ha ha
1: ha. Always in the mood for tanking, I see. Alright, well back to the show. A good
0: long piss break. No. Yep.
1: <laughs> good old piss break. Usually take like deep pee. Thirty minutes where we all go into a corner we just reflect. <laughs> we go to our reflection corners <laughs>
0: <And> just <laughs> just think about what all was said. <laughs> and then we go. All right. Pull it together.
1: Then we each take a turn slapping each other in the face like, to get us pumped.
0: Have you remember dodgeball? You remember the movie dodgeball where they sl- that the Japanese team is slapping each other's bellies? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we Just have a guy. Pumped. We have a producer named Steve the Pirate. <laughs> We have a guy on our team named Steve the Pirate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Steve Scurvy. I don't know what you're talking about. That's
1: a, good movie. Know,
0: a great movie. We're gonna talk Vince Vaughn for the next 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> no, please.
0: Boy, he got skinny for true detective season two. Boy, was a bad season. <laughs> I want fat Vince Vaughn. Bring him back. Yeah. Four Christmases, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> I want money-grab movie-making Vince Vaughn. (laughs) What's another great rom-com he's been in? What's the one with him and Jennifer Aniston? Where they share an apartment, and then they break up, and then each one of them want to keep the apartment? Isn't it
1: just called The Breakup?
0: Boom! The Breakup. (laughs) That's another great Vince Vaughn movie. You've watched
1: too many Vince Vaughn movies. You mean all of the Vince Vaughn (laughs)
0: movies.
1: (laughs) I think, uh, I mean, Wedding Crashers. Classic. I mean, you got Wedding Crashers, you got... Was he in any of the night in the museums?
0: I don't know. Maybe. but I don't, don't think him and Ben Still are friends like that.
1: No, but him and Owen Wilson are. Mm. Owen Wilson's in those.
0: Are they really friends? Do you know that? I, don't know. I mean, they were in Wedding Crashers.
1: I guess I have no idea. I'm, this is just a baseless accusation that they're You need best to watch friends. more Vince Vaughn movies, dude. I think I've seen...
0: Swingers? What's another good rom-com? What's the movie where... uh Couples Retreat, boom Another Vince Vaughn rom-com Let's see how many I can pull out of my ass
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All the I've Vince
1: Vaughn movies I've seen Couples Retreat I've seen Wedding Crashers You love Four
0: Christmases That's your I've favorite movie i never seen movie. Four Christmases, Is Four it, Christmases? Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, that's I've your favorite that movie one. dude. Uh, no <laughs> You told me yesterday You said, dude, you know what movie I love? Four Christmases, I watched that last night I said, that's crazy because that's a Vince Vaughn movie and that's my favorite movie.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I do not like Four Christmases. How it's, do you know? Reese Witherspoon's got a weird chin, dude. It's very pointy. <laughs> I can't get past the chin. It's very pronounced. It is. Yeah. All right.
0: All right. So. Vince Vaughn, we love
1: you. Travis Tharp is not here, but we're still going to do the expiring contract segment. So strap in. Because we're talking about someone off of your team. Not the for The 76 Not for long. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> See ya. Yeah? Okay, well, bye. Does he have a player Okay, bye.
0: Nope, he's just straight up free agent because we traded for him.
1: So you think he's just not interested? Do you think the Sixers are I don't think interested? we're interested. Even if you guys go to the finals,
0: I mean, he told us today or a few days ago that he was open to resigning as a restri- as a as a free agent, but I don't see it happening. I think our m- bigger priority would be to have uh, Tobias Harris. But that being said, Butler does play. I mean, he gets to play hero ball in the fourth quarter, so yeah. You know, I I don't know. I I just I'd prefer him to go.
1: You prefer him to go?
0: Yeah, I, I don't think he's Why don't that. you want? I don't. I don't like. I still think the, the off the court shit and the team shit is bubbling up there. I don't know if it's. I don't know a hundred percent if that's true, but.
1: So if he leaves, who's going to be your defensive stopper though? Who's going to take on guys like Kawhi and guys like Giannis? I don't know.
0: Well, I don't to an answer for you. We'd have to figure that out in free agency. It's. Yeah. A t- I mean, it's
1: solved it, by signing Jim, Jimmy Butler.
0: If we're signing Jimmy Butler, two years, forty million, nothing more than that. Two year deal, forty million. What
1: dollars. about with the, the third year team option?
0: I mean, if it's team option, sure, but don't give him a player option. I'd much rather have Tobias Harris. Five years. I just don't think. I just don't think there's a market for him. I, I don't. I don't see it. I don't. I don't necessarily think we would need to give him a four year or five year deal it doesn't make any sense. Even a 3 year to me seems ridiculous.
1: I don't know. I mean, if you're if you make it to the conference finals and or the NBA We got to figure out
0: who's guarding Kawhi before we even talk about that. And the we'll get into that in a little bit,
1: but I mean, I think you you have to have a defensive stopper and Jimmy Butler right now is going to be your best defense perimeter defender right now. Um, I mean, Ben Simmons is big, but I think Jimmy Butler's better. And we all know that J.J. Reddick plays defense just as well as Luke Kennard does. And it's just a door. Just yeah, lets I him just, in. Yeah, I don't know. I
0: mean, we talk about him defending the, you know, the per, the premier guys in the league, but fucking Kawhi went 5-for-6 against him last night on his way to dropping 45. And, drop, and was 5-for-5 five five against Tobias Harris. So I, I understand your argument. But I again, I I don't necessarily I'm not seeing it. Like yes, he's very good on defense, but I'm not seeing it again, and seeing it against the, you know, top top tier of NBA. So you know, if he was if he was holding Kawhi, uh, to twenty, you know, I, I mean, then okay, fine. But, you know, dropping forty
1: five, it's crazy. Okay, so let's. Let's say he doesn't sign with the 76ers. Who who do you think he does sign with? <sighs> Someone who des- do you think wants him? Uh, somebody desperate. I could see
0: him in the Lakers. See him at the Lakers. Yeah. I could see him in in New York, maybe Charlotte if Kawhi le- or if Kemba leaves. Like teams that are going to have to spend money, but I don't. I don't see. I I kinda, don't, I, kinda I like, don't see the market for him. I think all the, the locker room shit, at Minnesota really killed him. I, I kind of like uh,
1: him going to the Jazz. Yeah, I do, Jazz. I do or like something. that. Some place uh,
0: where he can have the ball a lot.
1: I think if the Heat can get rid of Hassan Whiteside, mm. I think Jimmy Butler signs there. To the Heat? Yeah.
0: Yeah, they have cap issues though.
1: And he would literally, he would literally just kind of. Well, that he, they'd have to, they'd have to completely get rid of. White side's contract. Yeah, it's true. But then he would literally just slide into what D Wade's role was for that team.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. I mean I it depends. I, I, I could see that. I think that's that's a good idea in, in theory. I just don't necessarily know. I, I just don't see the market for him material, materializing like he I think he thought there would be for yeah. him, to be quite honest with you. I mean if we end up re signing him
1: I think it's mainly just. Cause am I of the am off, I gonna ha- am I gonna hate it? Why? Well, yeah, and I. But that there's a lot of off court stuff. That's the thing. Uh, well, how much more has there been since he first got traded to the Sixers?
0: Butting heads with Brett Brown on a few occasions. That was
1: when he first got there. That was within. Yeah, what, he's cleaned it up again. Within, I'm not what, saying three weeks. Of, of yeah, I suppose, days? but it's happened a few times. You know, do you think that's more of because he's starting to gel with the 76ers or more of? He knows that he's got to stop doing this to get a contract. I
0: think maybe a little bit of both. I think he found a role he feels comfortable with in the mm-hmm. Sixers, but I also think that he understands that he needs to clean up his image if there's going to be an, a market for him in the summer. Yeah. I I I'm torn on it because yes, I see his value, but I also think if you're on the wrong side of thirty, you know I, I'm not apt to give you a ton of money where. Tobias Harris is twenty six and is looking for a team to invest. Well in you definitely
1: him. want to sign Tobias Harris first.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't want to keep both of them. We need to retool our bench. Okay. I'd rather spend the money on bench depth because everybody on the bench is on
1: one year contracts. So Yeah. There
0: there's money can be spent other places.
1: Okay. So Jimmy Butler, pick pick a team. Where do you think he's going? Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. I can get on board with the Lakers.
0: I think it, I think he ends up there. If not, he re-signs with us.
1: I say Lakers or Knicks. Yeah, Lakers
0: or Knicks. That's what I said it to. That's yeah. probably the two. And the Knicks will be like, look, we got Jimmy Butler. And everyone in New York will be like, you said Kawhi and Durant. <laughs> we didn't want fucking Jimmy Butler. But it's Jimmy Butler. <laughs> but, but, I don't know, dude. I keep seeing that KD
1: likes Clippers. I saw that, too. It's crazy. That'd be kind of sick. That'd be terrifying. Especially if they can get Kawhi, too. Yeah, could you imagine? Oh, my gosh. So, that's the end of expiring contracts. Moving on. Still more NBA. Moving on. The second round is... That's my John Mayer singing voice. (laughs) Moving on. The second round's completely set. Yep, We, we were all wrong. Denver did end up pulling away and won game 7 against the Spurs by 3 Bullshit. points uh, I think we're all upset about that we're all, I'm super <laughs> upset <about that.
0: laughs> I hate I mean how do you not foul on that last play and how do you let like game 6 get away from you
1: Yeah,
0: it's just brutal it seems so perfectly set up for the Spurs and they just let me down I'm very disappointed in that because that Denver series is not going to be great.
1: So, we have Golden State Rockets, which Por- was Portland which has, Denver. which
0: the last the game was on last night and was. We'll talk. Fan.
1: We'll talk. Seventy Toronto, and Bucks, Celtics. Ooh, mama. So going back to the Western Conference, Portland and Denver. Snoozer, no, go Portland. I'm also saying go Portland, but who's gonna stop um Bill For pitch? sure. I don't know. I mean Cantor is good offensively, but defensively They're not great. He cannot guard that I mean Miles monster. Leonard is
0: okay defensively, so you could make that switch, but I don't necessarily know if you wanna give him Cantor's minutes because of the offensive production. Granted Miles Leonard is is much better this year, but Yeah. It, yeah, it's interesting. I I, I, I think I if, if they could weather the storm of Lillard and CJ McCollum, can you steal 4 games? Maybe. Maybe you can. I don't know. I'm still I'm going to say Portland in 6. though. Portland in 6. I'm going to say Portland in 6.
1: I'm going to But say, Denver
0: does get those home games.
1: I'm going to say Portland in 7. I think Yeah, I
0: still think Portland has it. I think I think
1: Portland and 7. James playing. The, the Spurs showed yeah. showed how to beat them. Yeah, basically. So
0: they just You just got to take it away yeah. from Jokic and make the other guys do it. Yeah. Granted, Law, uh, not Lawson, but um, who hit the game? The Was it Lawson? I'd have to look it up. Either way. Shame on you, Spurs, for not winning that game. <laughs> shame on you, Greg Popovich.
1: He said he's still going to coach next year.
0: Good. He said he was in. Contract talks with three teams, <laughs> <And> then laughed.
1: <laughs> Come on, Pop. You're going anywhere? So now flip into the Eastern Conference. Flip it, Bucks and Celtics. Oh God! Now we talked last week. Had the Celtics hit their stride? And right now, the Celtics are five and zero in the playoffs. I said, prove it to me. And they proved it. I don't It's still...
0: Okay, 5-0, and but yeah, the Indiana series is poo-poo-caca. Okay, but... But then they but, just put
1: one up on the Bucs. This is just true. Handle. This is true.
0: Shit. Yeah, I know. It's looking more... I mean, their defense has been decent all season, but their offense is finally clicking the way it was clicking last year. Right. And it's it's been pretty... It's been fun to watch. I mean, I hate Boston, but... Damn, it's been good.
1: So, are you going to change your mindset on um, the Bucks? No,
0: I still think they win.
1: You still think they win? Yes. How many games? Five or six? Six. Seven? No,
0: seven games.
1: Seven games?
0: I think Boston gets one at home. I think Milwaukee comes out after losing the game at home embarrassingly, and I think they they win. And then Boston maybe win again, then I think Milwaukee wins the other one and then takes it home, and then they, they close it out. Could I be totally wrong? Of course. Because the way that they played Giannis was perfect. I mean, he couldn't hit anything. Yeah. But then none of the other guys could hit anything, too. I mean, Lopez couldn't hit a shot. Middleton was basically useless. Like that, so that's the That's
1: ex- just had a bad game. I
0: think a lot of it was just the Celtics played probably their best game of the year. And the Bucks played one of their worst. And then this is a game you really notice that Brogdon's not playing. Yeah. I mean, there. I mean, even their second quarter. I mean, their second quarter was their most competitive. You know, they brought it within a few points, and then it felt like okay. Then you know, Giannis was coming out of the half, and he was just going to take over. And yeah, they they shot their load, but the Bucks are too much for them. The weather it didn't, it didn't materialize.
1: Okay. So
0: uh, I, you know, I. Could, could, would I be shocked if Boston it beat him? No, not at all. But I think I uh, I think I think it's Milwaukee.
1: It's going seven, though?
0: I think it's going to go six or seven, yeah. I, but I think Milwaukee takes
1: it. So now it's two series going to seven games. Yeah, that I mean, we we're think. getting into the later rounds of the playoffs. So now, staying in the East 76ers, Toronto. Not great. Toronto smacks you guys. We got. We got pumped. Demolished.
0: On national TV.
1: And we were talking about it earlier, about how Kawhi just went off.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talked about this earlier. Here's my six questions, if I was going to ask the Sixers going into game two. Who's defending Kawhi? If you are defending Kawhi, who... I mean, if Simmons becomes the primary defender on Kawhi, then Butler could swap to Lowry. But instead of putting Harris on Siakam, would it make more sense to put... Harrison, Gasol, and it beat Siakam. like who covers the other guys? If yeah. you're going to make that switch, then then you're you're going to pull yourself a deficit on the other side, and those that team is very good. So I don't know if you make that switch, do you take Kawhi out of the game, but then the other guys take over? You know, I would lean more towards make the switch. Kawhi is clearly their best player. We'll live with what the other guys give us, but we got to take Kawhi. You
1: have to stop Kawhi. You, we
0: have to. We can't let him... If he drops another their 40-point game, the series is going to be over quick. And You know, third question is, is Embiid going to be able to overcome marcus Gasol? Because it did not look, you know, like he had anything going. He, right. he didn't have anything going. Right. He played bad. Gasol was all over him. Um... I think he I know and I know he's limited by his knees, but Jesus, you've gotta get something.
1: I think taking Embiid off of Gasol defensively is not a good idea just because Tobias Harris is not the best low post defender. And while Gasol does kinda of go inside and out, Tobias Harris is completely lost if he goes in. I, I, don't, I don't I don't I don't trust Tobias Harris right. very well playing Physical basketball down in the post. You,
0: you know, the Sixers use like action plays to create like lobs for Butler and things like that. Yeah. But the Raptors have two defenders always ready to help on our like on our plays, and we have Philly has no counter when Embiid, you know, dribbles in to a post up against a stall or Gasol when he starts from the perimeter. Like we just we can't do that. We cannot do that aimless possessions won't work against Toronto like we cannot we can't do that shit right it, we and if we're not executing our sets like it's it's terrible like if we're going to set screens this is one of the things that drove me crazy watching the game if you're going to set if you're going to try and set a screen on Marcus All, then set a hard screen like you cannot half ass a screen against a guy that size it doesn't work execute a play yes. run the run the set and granted they're not great sets because Brett Brown fucking sucks but it's like (laughs) you heard it here first I want him (laughs) gone what did you ever see the uh what's the fuck what's the movie um where Robert De Niro plays Al Capone Untouchables I didn't see that you never saw it well there's a scene in the movie where Robert De Niro's like I want his wife dead I want his house burnt to the ground and I'm getting I'm getting to that level with Brett Brown (laughs) I don't really want his wife dead or his house burnt down. <laughs> but I really just, I'm at the level of be like, I want him out of fucking here. Give me a coach that can coach. He was a
1: great process guy, but I want him gone. Ah! You heard it here from my mouth. At the beginning of the season, I'm saying it right now. And I will i will be so proud of that when Brett Brown gets fired and I'm just going to be screaming it from the mountaintops that you heard it from me first. Well, not everyone else, including you. We'll saying Brett Brown will take us to the proms. Yeah, but, like, he he
0: just can't run plays. Like, on three of the plays, it, instead of calling, like, plays like when we get uh, Embiid on Serge Ibaka, who he can bury. Mm-hmm. He can bury Serge Ibaka <laughs> into the ground. He calls, like, fucking pin downs so that Embiid can get open three looks or, like, pick and pop on closeouts. Like, stop running those type of fucking plays. He's a seven-foot center with a bad right knee. Stop. <laughs> Get him in the paint and run those type of plays. Stop with the pick and pops with the dude who's seven feet tall. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so maddening to watch this guy run, Like, have these great, great talented players and the plays that he runs are like junior college level horseshit plays. <laughs> like, Stop it. It's, it's, like, if we're not creating more opportunities, like, 15 feet away from the basket for Embiid, it's just, it's ridiculous.
1: So I want your honest opinion. I think we lose in six. Uh-oh. Joel Embiid missed shoot-around this morning because of an illness.
0: Yeah, illness. More like a got embarrassed all game, and he's sad about it. So I want your honest opinion. I said six games we probably lose. Six
1: games you lose?
0: I think we lose in six. Really? Yeah. I don't think we have an answer for I don't think we have an answer for Kawhi. And I think when you don't have an answer for a guy on a player to player level, the coaching has to be there to make those adjustments. And nothing has shown me that Brett Brown can make those adjustments. Yeah. So yeah, I think we lose. And yes, that I would consider that season an abject failure. We should be going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Minimum. Minimum. <laughs> So yeah, I'm a little salty about that. I mean, I was, still I was still—I was so really ready to come court. on here and play the 76ers theme song after we won Game One, <laughs> and I would be all happy. But I'm not happy about it because the game was a dismal. I turned it off. The only thing that made my Sunday night better was the Rockets Golden State game and Game of Thrones. That's it.
1: Move Speaking on. Speaking. Move on. Of the Rockets? That's me transitioning. And Golden State Warriors. Seamless transition. <laughs> The Warriors took Game One off of a very Poor controversial shit. Game One. Poopy call. Poopy call. What Poopy calls mean? all over. Explain yourself. You explain it. I explain it. Yeah, you explain it. So explain it. There's a big controversy going around, and the and it's it's I think it's more of a controversy at this point because the actual. Rockets, not just fans of the Rockets, but it's the actual organization, the Houston Rockets, are compiling evidence to prove that the refs are being more. So, all right. They're being more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Favorable for the Warriors. Here we go again. It wouldn't be the Western
0: Conference semi or finals so without was, some good old fashioned ref bitches.
1: There was a. Foul that was. Well, missed. let's say
0: let's say for what it was. The Rockets are arguing that they should have gotten more foul calls based on the way that the Warriors were crow- were crowding what they what in basketball is called the landing area for the shot. Close out, yeah, yeah closing out essentially, and and we saw a little bit of this in the um, national uh, finals too against Virginia on that yeah. shot. So yeah, basically when they come down for shots, you have to give them ample amount. You cannot knock them to the ground or crowd an area that would be perceived as their landing area. And,
1: and we saw this happen mm-hmm. to Kawhi Leonard last year when Zaza Pachulia crowded his space. Leonard landed right. on his foot, twisted his foot, and then was out for the rest right. of the series. Right, correct.
0: So, And I watched the whole series and I watched the slow-mo things that they talked about after. So, it's slow-mo videos show yes, I will say this. There were times when the Warriors... Did not give James Harden and Chris Paul what what the the league would deem ample space to land, mm-hmm. but in the same clips you can see just how much they like Harden and Paul exaggerate the effects of that contact yeah. to draw off penalties. True. So,
1: I mean, they're definitely flopping. It, a, a
0: little bit at least. And I think in NBA Twitter and everybody was like, haha, this is what you get because you're ruining basketball. This is the way you guys play draw on the foul and get to the line. So mm-hmm. this is what you get. Like it's not because we want to prevent leg injuries. it's because you' you're basically taking the rule and twisting it to give yourself what is deemed an unfair advantage right. But But the thing is, how do you draw the line between a defender trying to contest a shot and getting too close to that area or a shooter? Pushing his feet to move the landing area, you know where to, where a defender is. I mean, Reggie Miller used to do that all the time, like yes. the leg kicks. Like that's where they come from is Reggie Miller. So, if you, I wish you guys could see it because I just kicked my leg like <laughs> aggressively towards Brian
1: <laughs> in Looks a shooting Like a worm Wilson. in his blanket.
0: Like a worm. I'm
1: wrapped up <laughs> like a burrito right now. But yeah, it, it's. Well, so you have you have these these closeout issues, and then there's there's another clip that I saw that um, Steph Curry sold out, went into the stands right. to save the ball. Chris Paul ran over there, grabbed the ball, tossed it to the ref, and the ref wouldn't pass it back to him until Steph Curry was back onto the court, right. and then he gave him the ball. Now. As soon as you pass the ball to the ref, the ref yeah, should it be... the has to inbounds it, right. the ball to you. Right, the, the ref should immediately pass good. it back to you and not wait. Like, they're not there to make sure everything's... But I, and I
0: think we all know this. Like, you're not going to get the same calls in the regular season that you're going to get in the playoffs. Yes, you're supposed to. Yes, the league is supposed to make them one for one. But have we seen that the last few years? No, we have not. And, and I mean, Harden saying that, like... You know, he said in the post game, "I just want a fair chance." He said, "He said just call the game the way it's supposed to be called, and we'll live with the results." But like, not not all your your fouls have necessarily been fair. Like it, these calls that go, that mostly go the Rockets' way, basically like all the season, be, beca- are part of their strategy. Yeah, and they're the best at it. Like they're the best at making those work for them. Right. Exactly. And yes, taking away that advantage. Would make me super pissed too if it was me. Like if that was my team, I would be livid. But I, I just don't know. I, I, you know, it, it's crazy. It, it's I and mean, we're talking about legislating like a landing area rule after a competitive NBA game. Like no one wants to talk about that. We want to talk about the game. Right. But it did feel like I will say this: if there was a night that the uh, that the Rockets were going to steal that game one. It was that. It was that night. Steph was off. Clay was off. And, but, you know, it, it, it got away from you. Yeah. It got away from you at the end of the game. And guess what? You're gonna go you're going back you're going right back there in game two. So So I, I just don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I could go I could go a lot of different places with this.
1: After after the first round in the Eastern Conference mm-hmm. where there was only two wins total on the losing side. Right, correct. And the Western Conference, you had a little bit more competition, but you had two games, two game or two series where there was only one win. Right. And two series had two or one series had two, the other series had three. So, the Western Conference has been a little bit more competitive. True. Are we going to see, I mean, we already talked about Portland and Denver going 7. We talked about the Bucks and the Celtics going 6 or 7. You said the 76ers and the Raptors are going 6. Are we going to see 6 or 7 out of the Warriors and Rockets as well?
0: I don't know. Depends. Is Clint Capella going to actually show up to a game? Like, if I was the Rockets, I would put his face on a fucking milk carton because that guy was nowhere to be found. <laughs> and you knew they were gonna the, the Warriors were going to come out and play small. Like, you have to take advantage of that with yeah. guys like that. It, here's the main thing. If Kevin Durant goes out and plays like he did last night, I mean, he was hitting shots that I was like, whoa, oh, my God. <laughs> like, even for Kevin Durant, this guy's a two-time Finals MVP.
1: And multiple scoring Multiple
0: scoring champion, but he was hitting shots. That I, I'd never seen ever before. Yeah. Like, just crazy. And on the night when both, both Clay and both Steph were not at their best, and it, I mean, he just took over. When it mattered the most, he took over and made it. Right. That being said, could the Rockets... I picked the Rockets to win the NBA Finals. Am I still going to stick with it? I think so. It just felt like one of those games where you're like, fuck, that's really going to define the series. That game one is going to define what this series is all about. But to answer your question, I think this one goes six games. And I think the Rockets still get it done.
1: Rockets still get it done? I think so. Cause I was kind of upset at the fact that there was just so little I mean, we did even... so little competition to be honest. Yeah. It's, 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 and now that we're on the final, you know, eight teams, I need to see I, I want to see competition. You know, I don't want to see all these blowouts. You know, the past the past couple years, I've been kind of upset because all the wins, they haven't really been close wins. They've all been blowouts. It's
0: true. So, I mean, it's not w- like while NHL. I
1: appreciate the game one for the Raptors-Warriors, where it went down to the final minute of the fourth quarter. You mean Rockets-Warriors. What did I say? You said Raptors. Oh, yeah, Rockets-Warriors. We're not Warriors. there yet. <laughs> that went down to the final minutes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Boston and Toronto won handily, yeah. where there wasn't really, like, one it's team kind of was a, in it and yeah. one team wasn't. It's
0: kind of a bummer to see, especially because I watch all the NHL playoffs, too, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, two of the number one seats got bounced in, in the first round. In like, NHL. Yeah, in the NHL. like at, Anyone can win on any given night in the NHL, and yeah. I think that's what makes playoff hockey so much better than other playoffs.
1: Right.
0: Like, yeah, you know in the NBA like the a seeds are basically throwaway games, like there's things like that.
1: well, the Clippers took Warriors to six cool
0: was that ever in doubt though did you really actually feel like it to was be in honest,
1: doubt? to be honest, the seventh and eighth seed in the West gave the most fight yeah I mean, yeah, that's true, but it's the West though
0: I'm talking about in both divisions there's fight on either team like, if you're the a seed, you still get in hockey. Like if you're the if you're the lower seed, the lowest seed, let's say and you're playing the number one seed, you still going in and think, hey, doesn't matter. Yeah, Seeding really does not matter. Seriously, it, it doesn't.
1: It's not a common thing in hockey, but it does happen enough. Where yeah, it's it not happens surprising. regularly. Regularly. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think. I would regularly. say
0: yes. I would say yes. Trust me, I watch a lot. Of but. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. I'd like to see more competition, but like I like mean, to see closer games. Yeah. I mean, we've. But if you look at like, dude, if like I just said, if Kevin Durant only took like three threes, yeah, and he had like 35. He took 15 mid range shots. It was just money cashing them all night. It was crazy.
1: So, so you. It's just you, a
0: you, shame that we're talking about landing rules, yeah. Like in the Western Conference semifinals, like I don't want to be talking. Really, about, this is what we're
1: fucking talking about. And then everyone's like, "Well,
0: yeah, this is what you get. You ruined basketball."
1: But isn't this? Isn't? Are we always talking about rules and litigation when I it just comes think to when it comes to playoffs? I mean, even in even in the NFL playoffs, we're talking about rules and true. how it's called. It's true. It's like, true. It's true. When it when it, when it but I mean, when we're when it always most, talking about these guys bitching. We're about always
0: talking team. about these guys bitching. It's always these two teams. It's
1: never going to stop. It's never going to stop. But is
0: it because they have the best players and they expect it? Or are they just, or or, or are they right? And I think most of the times that these guys complain to the refs, they're wrong. They're wrong. I think they're wrong.
1: Well, first of all, I think they're Wrong for complaining to the rest literally after every single freaking play. Yeah. Does it, but, and that's the thing. Chris Paul, does it have to be after every single play? You've been, playing, you, you've right. been playing basketball for literally all your life. Exactly. You're 35 years old. You Stop. Playing basketball for, we'll say, generously 30 years. Yeah. You know, you can't. Don't come and bitch to right. the rest. It's ridiculous. When you have a reach and front, you're like, no, 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 that was clean. No, it exactly. wasn't clean. You knocked him out of the way. It's so you know, stupid. Like, and this is where
0: people go. Oh, I cannot stand the NBA.
1: Yeah, because it's after every single call. Literally, unless there was I tackled you to the ground, no one's complaining. Right. And even then, they're complaining. Sometimes they right. do complain. Like, no, that was a charge. I right. had my positioning. You are look at mid-air. how they would
0: officiate games, '80s and '90s, early 2000s, to where they are now, when they changed the hand check rules and everything like that. So, it's so different, and yet they still bitch. But it's always these two teams: Steph, Clay, Durant, bitch, bitch, bitch. Chris Paul, the bitchiest. James Harden, bitch. (laughs) That's all they do. Like they built it into their offensive game plan to get penalty calls, and they
1: still bitch. But it's because of the fact one, I think, I think they're really uh, they, they flop so much. I agree, and that's that's taking advantage of the rule. Like just because you hit a three pointer and someone closes out on you, if that person literally lands on their feet, yes, then slides to their butt, they're calling a foul, and it's I crazy. think that's bullshit. Just because you fall down doesn't mean that it's a foul. That's so bananas. Or have there been some kind of closeouts that have been like, okay, now you're kind of. That you know, an actual foul, yeah. yeah, there has been some because guess what? You're shooting so many freaking threes, right. it's gonna happen, right? When someone's out of position, and they're trying to run to block the shot or put any kind of pressure on you, it's gonna happen, I know. and there will be some fouls. But it just said like, it at it can't can't what be po- after every yeah, single exactly. shot that you fall to the ground and expect a foul,
0: and at what point does it become detrimental to the league? Because the league's never been more popular, it's probably the most popular sport, it truly is. Like soccer, a global thing. The NBA is a global thing. Yes, But does things like this impact it? I I, I think it does. What what it's
1: doing is it's literally affecting it right now. Yes. Because of the fact that the NBA game has changed to you either are shooting a three-pointer or you're dunking True. So if teams like the Warriors are shooting so many three-pointers... Falling down after you know at least half of them, true. You know that's affecting everyone because yes. everyone's going to start. You know, while they're playing Will this you see game, it down, they're going to start doing
0: that, and you see that seep down into the college levels, yeah, and into the in high school. Back. Just like
1: Virginia freaking won the right NCAA on, on the exact thing that we're talking thing. about right now, on the on a landing foul. Yeah, he shot a three. He fell to the ground. Foul. You want crazy? It's crazy. It is. I it's think so it's, bananas. I think it's ridiculous. And yes, you want to keep the player safe because we saw some. We saw this happen we've to Kawhi. Seen, yeah,
0: and we've seen really bad leg injuries.
1: Yes, we. I mean, the most, not the most recent, but the most kind of prevalent was in the NBA playoffs last year. Kawhi came down, landed on someone's foot, and he was out for the series, which I thought the Spurs were going to win.
0: Yeah, I think we. I think we. Thought.
1: I think I thought that that was definitely a a turn in in the tide, and the Warriors ended up taking that. But it's it's ridiculous that this is happening to the NBA that that just because everyone's shooting these three pointers and everyone needs to go out and play them that is if you get touched on your follow through, you fall to the ground. It's a foul. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I mean so, they. So
0: but I still but I still understand that it feels like they got a game stolen away from them because they were the they were officiated differently now. And this is where this is becoming a problem. Either you do it all the time or you don't do it any of the time. Yeah. Like they they forced t- like 20 turnovers and you still lost. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: So That's the end of our little NBA playoffs take. Uh, We'll be back next week um, after a few games have been played, and we'll kind of see how the series are going and if our kind of expectations and predictions have updated because they are literally changing after every Every single game. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, we we can take our. We thought the Bucks were going to sweep Boston, so like yeah, we can make our most educated guesses we can, but. It's, it's still it's been just crazy. up in the air it's been bananas so. so thank you for listening to this week's episode uh, we will make sure that Tharp gets out next week and make sure he doesn't get gets jammed up jail. <laughs> he was not in jail that we know of <laughs>
0: he got quote he texted jammed.
1: us, they're not going to let him text in jail that was he just gets one phone, phone
0: call, call dude one phone call, he said can I make you a text <laughs> <laughs>
1: But thank you for listening. Please go on our Instagram and Twitter and... uh, Spotify, follow us, rate and review everything. Rate, review, follow, like, comment on... You know the drill. Yes, exactly. Uh, Again, thank you for listening. And we will... We'll talk at you.
0: You'll listen to us. You'll hear us. We do the podcast here. We do the podcast. We'll hear
1: you guys next
0: week. All right. We're out of here, you fucks. Go listen to us. As usual, thanks to the sponsors. And.